Hey there, welcome to Into the Fire. I'm Rob Reed, President of Bison Fire Protection, and I believe that together we can make the world a safer place. So every week, we're going into the fire to pull out life lessons learned from frontline professionals and apply them to business, fire protection, but most importantly, everyday life lessons. This week, we're talking to Christian Clavel. He's the president of Canadian First Aid, and he has a great story to share with us today about training. Let's have a listen to what Christian has to say. My name is Christian Clavel, president of Canadian First Aid Training, or Formation en Secourisme Canada Limité here in Winnipeg. Uh, to say that this, uh, this training company has evolved would be an understatement. Uh, 13 years into running Canadian First Aid Training, uh, we are at a stage where last year we trained 5,100 people and of all types of levels of training. So everything from stay safe for those nine-year-olds that are starting to learn, you know, good versus bad strangers, how to call 911, all the way to prenatal education. So expectant parents, first aid, all levels, whether it be you're in a dental office, you need your recertification to advanced cardiac life support or pediatric advanced life support, ITLS. One, basically one day, we, uh, we got a call that one of our ADs had been used. Now, uh, over the course of 13 years and 2,000 defibrillators, eight of our defibrillators have been used, uh, some successfully, some not. Uh, in one case in particular, it absolutely hit so close to home. It was one of our first ADs that we placed. And uh, the long and the short is that we had trained somebody, uh, just an information session, and within a few months, he'd actually ended up having to use the AD, actually told somebody to call 911. He went and grabbed, he was a Zamboni driver, went and grabbed the defibrillator, actually turned the thing on, it started to talk to him, told him what to do, put the pads on, he actually resuscitated somebody. Now the person survived, and I actually knew the person who survived. And uh, to say that the impact of the fact that we not only did the training and we sold the device, but we actually, the person who did the training, uh, actually used his skills and it actually turned into an amazing uh, opportunity for uh, the person who survived to actually go out and actually start telling people that the, the importance of getting training. Uh, it was just such a nice circular medicine wheel kind of thing that, uh, that I can only say is, uh, has impacted me 50 times over. Christian, thank you so much for that great story. Now, I want to get into the uh, meat and potatoes of the show. And this is, the, of course, the takeaways. And what I'm talking about right now are the fire protection takeaways. You probably don't know this. A lot of people don't. But in the last couple of years, we've had a couple of companies being charged in Canada for not doing work appropriately or uh, not having right, the right certifications, that sort of thing. Uh, most recently, there was a company charged out in Calgary and of course they were doing work in Saskatchewan as well as here in Manitoba. The interesting thing with that particular one is not only did they charge the company, they charged the technicians as well in some cases they laid charges against the customers, meaning that the customers didn't take the time to ensure that they had certified people in their building doing their work. That's the first in Canada, and it may not be the last because I know that the investigations are still going on just based on conversations and phone calls we've been getting from different fire inspectors and fire services here in Manitoba. Now let's think about this for a second. How long do you think it would take for me to prove to you that I'm certified in a particular product? You know, with emails, texts, uh, all the different things that are out there these days, 
Are we talking days? Are we talking weeks? Uh, or could I actually have information to you in a matter of minutes? Honestly, I can prove that I'm certified in what I'm doing, what my technicians have been trained in. I can prove it in minutes. Think about that. There is no excuse these days for not having certified people in your building doing what you need done. And you know what? That doesn't mean we're certified on every product out there. And we've walked away from certain projects because we didn't have the certifications. We didn't have the training. And in all honesty, I don't need the liability grief that comes for doing the wrong things just to make a couple bucks. So... Keep that in mind when you're talking to your different suppliers and your, and and this isn't just a fire protection thing. I mean, yes, this is the segment for fire protection, but think about that. Make sure that who is in your building is trained. I can talk to you too about the cost of training. And you know, I was joking with someone not that long ago about what it costs and you know, how often I have to send technicians down to say California in January. They hate going. California in January, absolutely hate it. They do. But when you start thinking about what does that really cost me, I am down the flights. Of course, the U.S. dollar versus Canadian dollar is terrible at the moment. So I got flights, I got hotels, I've got meals, I've got the cost of the course, which is usually several thousand dollars. But you know, there's also those kind of hidden costs. I now have a guy who is not revenue generating for an entire week. What happens if I have to train, you know, in some cases, and anyone that's looked at our posts online will see when I'm taking a picture of a room full of people, I have a room full of people, 20 technicians, not billing revenue for a week. Do you think that that's a big investment for me? Do you think it costs money? Absolutely it does. Is it important that I do that? Yes, it is. And I'll tell you why. Because... If I don't have professionals in your place doing the right things for the right reasons, this gets back to that liability issue earlier. You want to make sure that your business is going to flow and it's going to run. Our customers quite often want to make sure that their biggest concern is lost production time. They want to make sure that when my people are in the building, that they are doing what they need to do for the right reasons, that they know what they're doing, and we will not inadvertently shut them down. They can't have it. They can't afford it, neither can we, and I don't need the insurance grief that comes with it. So for me, it's worth the investment in training. Now we could talk a little bit more about this. How does it make your people feel when you invest in them and train them? They feel great. You know what? They feel part of a team. They feel that the company cares about their growth and their career. They've learned something. They're able to apply something. That's a big deal to them too. Now let's think about the the converse side of this. What if you don't train them? What if your pricing, and this is always a sticky one, but what if your pricing is so low that you can't afford to send people to training? So keep in mind when you're looking, and I don't care about fire protection. Maybe this is part of the business uh, takeaway, and I'm kind of crossing over here a little bit. But you think about the cost of not having a trained person in your business. What is that worth to you? What does it cost you? Never mind what it costs me. If I haven't got somebody who is, that I've invested in, that I've put some money into, because I can't afford to, because my pricing is so low that I just can't afford to send them to school, what is that going to cost me long term? What is it going to cost you long term? Because the last thing you need is the fire department knocking on your door, asking whether you had certified people in your building and ready to press charges. 
All right, let's get into the business takeaway. Now, I know I already touched on this a little bit, but I want to share one or two quick points with you. Now, training, of course, it's important, but here's where training outside of the industry standards, you know, uh, sending people to industry-specific courses are important. I've got a couple people right now who are taking the project management courses. I've got another one that's taking a business analyst course. And that's important because they know that they can take those courses with them wherever they go in life. But the important thing is they know that I've invested in them, that I care about their career and where they're going to go. Honestly, investing in people like that reduces employee turnover because they know you care. This is the leadership that goes beyond the pats on the back and the how you doing today and how's the wife and kids or how's the family doing or how was your weekend. This is where you're actually spending time making sure that they're happy at work, that they are doing what they need to do and the things that fulfill them, that you're helping them grow, you're helping them be more valuable to the company and as such, they're worth more. So of course they're gonna stick around. Investing in people is never a bad idea. It's that old saying, uh, you know, what if we train this person and they leave? Of course, the response is, well, what if we don't train them and they stay? So think about investing in your people. It is critical to growing your business. So let's get into the, the last takeaway here, the everyday life lesson. And this is important too, because we always have that opportunity to learn a little bit more at home, whether it's hobbies, uh, you know, learning musical instruments. Uh, my wife has been taking some painting classes. You know, people take ballroom dancing, martial arts, musical instruments. Uh, you know, myself, I even do Toastmasters. And yes, we believers, I will be back. I promise it's September. I'm going to do it. It's important because when we're volunteering at different functions and on different committees for our kids' sports, to be able to speak to what's going on. You know, you can come and have an organized meeting. You can speak confidently and comfortably. And again, I'm tripping on my own teeth here. But i got to make sure that when I'm getting these messages out, I'm getting them out clearly. So pick up your opportunities to learn more things think about what you're doing why you're doing it take a hobby and be intentional about it you can always enhance your life by having a lot of fun by trying and learning new skills i want to wrap up today by thanking christian for a great story and the time he spent with us do you have a fire story you want to share with us please send it in you never know if it'll burn its way into the fire now i know you learned something from today's episode of into the fire Do your friends and family a favor and share it with them. Together, we can make the world a safer place. I'm Rob Reed. This is Into the Fire. See you next week.